easy now to live our lives in, in fear. We're afraid to go the places that we want to go. We're afraid to do the things that we want to do. We used to say, man, it's rough up there in New York City and Chicago. Those are, those are dangerous places to be. Now we're afraid to go over to Hamilton Place. We used to hear about terrorism in far, far away places. And now we hear about domestic terrorists. And it should be that churches and schools should be the safest places in the world. But it seems like those are the places that are targeted nowadays. It should not be that way. And now we have the coronavirus, and it makes us afraid. Uh, the places we go and what we do is limited by things that we are afraid of, and, and rightfully so. We, we are justified in having our fears. The people in Jesus' day also knew about fear. They lived under the thumb of the Roman legions, and they could be very brutal at times. And they, they did not have in those days anywhere close to the medical knowledge that we have today. Things that, that our doctors could very easily handle could be fatal for them. Sickness and disease were very common and, and their life expectancy was much, much shorter than ours. And yet, even with that, Jesus tells us in John 14 and verse 1, he says, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And in the same chapter, John 14 and in verse 27, Jesus tells us this. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Our fears are real. We cannot just ignore them but we can overcome them if we live by faith. Jesus tells us here, uh, don't let your heart be afraid. There's a story in Matthew chapter 14. I want to read with you now. And it begins at, at verse 22. Matthew 14 and verse 22. Immediately, Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. Now, when the evening came, he was alone there. But the boat was now in the middle of the sea, tossed by the waves, for the winds were contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them, walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a ghost, and they cried out for fear. Immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Be of good cheer. 
It is I, do not be afraid. But Peter answered him and said, Lord, if, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. And so he said, come. And when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. He, Peter was actually doing it himself. But when he saw that the wind was boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him, O oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? You know, in fairness to Peter, I suspect that every one of us uh, might have been afraid in those kind of circumstances. But what did Jesus say was the, the cause of Peter's fears? O oh, ye of little faith, why did you doubt? The Hebrew writer tells us in Hebrews 11 and in verse 6 that without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And Paul tells us in Romans 1 and verse 17 that the just shall live by faith. Instead of letting our fears run our life, we just need to put our faith in the one who can do anything. Now, that doesn't mean that we don't use our head. We still need to make good decisions. And in, in the time that we are in, that means that we still need to wash our hands a lot. We still need to watch where we are going and, and stay out of the big crowds. We still need to do those things. And for that matter, we need to drive carefully every day. Don't play with a loaded gun. We still need to use our head and make good decisions. But we don't have to live in fear. God will help us with these things. If you, if you heard my message last Sunday about seeking God, well, that's exactly what we need to be doing. Ask for God's blessings. Ask for His help. He will help us make it through this thing. But He never said it would be easy can't help but think about the Apostle Paul. He tells us in the book of 2 Corinthians that he had a thorn in the flesh. He doesn't tell us what it was. Uh, many people believe that, that Paul's eyesight was, was really bad. We, we don't know that for sure, but whatever it was really hindered Paul. It, it really bothered him and, and, and troubled him. And he tells us there that he asked God three times for his thorn in the flesh to be removed? The answer was no. But along with that answer, God told Paul, my grace is sufficient unto thee. I'm not going to remove your thorn in the flesh, Paul, but I'm going to help you with it. And today, if we are... If we are seeking God and asking for His blessings, God is, is not going to, to wipe away the coronavirus in one mighty swoop, it'll be gone. It, it's not going to happen that way. 
But if we are seeking God, He's going to help us. My, my grace is sufficient unto thee. We need to be saying our prayers and asking for God's blessings on our family, on our friends, uh, on our country, and on the world. God will help us get through this. And, and I truly believe that if we, can, if we can just make it through this and get to the other side, we'll be better for what we have come through. Now, the kind of faith we're talking about is obedient faith. Obedient faith will lead us to look into God's Word and see what He would have us to do and put those things into practice. Living by faith is active, day-to-day Christian living that takes in all parts of our life. Many times in times of crisis, when things are not going well, there's trouble in someone's life, we see them turning turning to God. And, and, and that's not a bad thing. It's, it's always good when we turn to God, but that's not living by faith. Those with obedient faith will practice God's Word every day and not just when they are in trouble. We are human. We have human emotions. We worry about this crisis we're in. Sure we do. Of course we're worried about it. And, and we still need to, to be careful and take all of those, those necessary precautions that, that we are being instructed to do. Do all of those things, absolutely, for sure. But don't forget to seek God and His blessings. And remember that Paul tells us in Philippians chapter 4, This passage is in Philippians 4 and begins at verse 4. Paul writes, Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say, rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Now notice what he says. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, asking God, that's what he's talking about, By prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. God wants us to ask for his blessings. He wants us to. And verse 7 says, And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. Yes, we are in a troubled time. But we can have that peace that passes all understanding if we live with obedient faith. Thank you for joining us today. Bobby Lloyd is going to lead us uh, through the elements of of the Lord's Supper now. If you have your uh, communion ready at home, Bobby is going to lead us through those things.